Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. got bell in the yeah, podcast she's like, i want to be in on it daddy Here's. special guest bell say hi bell smith say hi. <laughs> got so there much love go. what's that Her dog is she's a snuggler she's oh, a big yeah. time snuggler she yeah, watson snuggler. doesn't do good when the podcast starts he just wants nothing to do with it so. <laughs> all right uh hello listeners um congratulations casey wiggins number one tonight appreciate oh, hey, that hey. i love Clark, when they all Scott battle Rick, yeah, i know what's love up little it. sis yeah we have episode 37 back again on this Tuesday. Sorry, we're a few minutes late, but uh, we're here. That's what matters. Uh, race cars and diamond rings. Got a nice little ring to it. So, Yes, sir. Um, uh, I'm your host and creator, Brandon Hall, um, driver of the 3H legend as well. If the weather permits this weekend, pass to the guy to my whatever way that is. Left, right. Left, right. Next to me. <laughs> Next to me. Next to me. Parallel. Uh, what's up, everybody? Jake Smith. I'm the statistician with the analytical statistics. and <laughs> driver of the 89 and one of three big avalanche fans. Woo, woo! I'm, a new, I'm a new one, but he's, <clears> a new, he's a new one. So, yeah, oh, we, man. So I said one of three. There you go. So jacked. <laughs> this game. guy. All right, I'm Jordan Smith, um, uh, spotter for, well, both these Yahoos, and um, driver of the 99 GAM, which yeah. we're hoping to debut next race. Don't, Fingers don't, crossed. Don't make me play that video again. It's coming. <laughs> I'm the uh, official beer drinker on this uh, podcast, and we had there a little go. soiree over here at the uh, at our house this last weekend, and one of, uh, one of Ashley's relatives brought in all kinds of different brews from the sum let's see where this is from it's from colorado springs it's from bristol brewing company in colorado springs so this one's the uh, honey wheat beehive. beehive that's a pretty slick little label i like that yeah she's hot she's hot she's hot she's got a good beer so, <laughs> we have heard it all we have heard, we it, heard all. it all well, this one's pretty good but yeah, yeah. go abs dude yeah man absolutely can't believe they're in the cup finals i it's been so long coming sweet absolutely hey, sweet look the last time they were there, right there. 2001? Yep. There's uh, Joe, and then you got old Ray Bark right there holding, his, holding his first cap, first and only. Can't, can't tell you how many times me and this guy watching games just like, they're never going to get back there, ever. Mm-hmm. Like just when it, when being Debbie Downers. But mm-hmm. yeah, Not but now we're, we're definitely having a Stanley Cup party. Oh, yeah. If I got to go Amen. buy a projector screen and put it up on the side of the house, <laughs> don't care. It's going down. Meet me in the hall. I have to do the podcast out back while we've got the Avs Avs game going on. Could be cool. A lot of drinking. (laughs) Yeah. Depending on how it goes, too. A lot of drinking. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, Avs are doing good. We're doing good. Everybody's doing good. Jake, take us away on the uh, listener fan shout out. Yeah. So, um, We've been having a lot of people uh, liking our page lately, which is awesome. So thank you for everybody yes. sharing our page, sharing our uh, live broadcast, the you know update uh, that Brandon does afterwards for all the you know podcast uh, platforms. Yeah. Platforms, thank you. 
Uh, today, I want to do three. Uh, looks like Jonathan Platt, Butch Hammett, and Mariah Boudreaux. Thank you. All hey, three late of you model for, driver. Yeah, exactly. And she does a lot of live videos at the track and stuff. So uh, great that uh, she's on there and, and liking our page. So all you newcomers, thank you for uh, becoming Scrubbing Tires fans. Yes, thank you very much. Scrubbinites. Scrubbinites. <laughs> Coined that from last year, and we, we never uh, we failed to make a new nickname yeah, for this we, year. So yeah, we got to figure never it out. Never patented it. Scrubbinites. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, yes, uh, echoing what Jake said, thank you all listening, watching, however you get us. Um, we appreciate that each and every single week. And for first-time viewers or people that keep coming back because you just love the goofiness on the show or whatever we talk about. Appreciate you. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of, uh, national series racing and then of course, uh, local, uh, racing there at CNS. So we'll give you a little breakdown rundown of the NASCAR weekend recap. Um, you had two series at the, uh, worldwide technology and raceway in St. Louis. And then the Xfinity was at the road course in Portland. Um, I'll start off with the camping world truck series aforementioned worldwide technology raceway um first time that not the first time that the trucks have been there um i think the last time they were there it's been a little bit if i'm not mistaken but regardless uh it was a toyota show um from top to bottom um i do want to say that uh hope carson hosevar is okay that was uh i don't know if you guys saw that but he yeah. took a, a dinger right to the driver's side door and i think he's still undergoing tests and so forth. I'm sure he was a little concussed and maybe maybe some more uh, issues going on there, but uh, hope he's all right. But uh, regardless, uh, came down to another last lap. Um, and that's why I like the truck series so much. You never know who's going to win because it comes down to literally feet before the, the checkered flag mm -hmm. usually. So, but anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Johnny Sauter, again, all, all Toyota top five. Johnny Sauter, good to see him back up there. He was struggling for a few years. Um, came in fifth, Stuart Friesen in the 52 truck, basically the only Toyota I like out of the group. Uh, Chandler Spith, uh, third, Christian Eckes uh, in the 98 second, and Corey Heim, the uh, Arca Menards freaking phenom from last year, uh, got his first win. In, and like I said, KBM uh, dominated that race, one, two, three, or no, uh, Christian Eckes is in the, uh, no, that is, yes, all KBM top three. I get the 99 and the 98 uh, mixed up with, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was the race in 30 seconds or so. But, uh, yeah, best wishes to Carson Hosevar. like that kid. I'll pass to uh, Jake for the Xfinity Series. Yeah, so I didn't really get to watch this one too much. I kind of caught the last, like, three laps, I want to say. Uh, looks like it was a uh, rain race, so it wasn't, like, downpouring, but they still had the rain tires and the uh, – it's still weird seeing windshield wipers on a race car. Right. And the brake light. And it's not even windshield wipers. Yeah. It's a wiper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wonder. Moves at half the speed of smell, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if one of those things goes out. Do they just like, you know, those hack videos where they just, people have like a string and they go like this and it goes white. Like, right. You're yeah. driving left and right and you're also doing the thing. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, seemed like it was a good race, kind of like, uh, Brandon said with the truck race, it was uh, instead of all Toyotas, it was an all Chevy uh, finish. Uh, AJ Allmendinger ended up being your winner. Sounds like he 
had something happen to him kind of middle of the race, had to go all the way to the back of the pack and then drove his car all the way back up to the front. So that's pretty awesome to see. He's a, he's an awesome road course driver. Yeah. I, I always cheer him on that. when, when he does road courses, cause you can always count on him being oh, yeah. at least top three. So even in the yeah. cup series, mm-hmm. yep. exactly. Um, so yeah, so it looked sounded like it was a good race. So yeah, all Chevys on the front five here. Uh, so AJ Allmendinger uh, took your win. Uh, Myatt Snyder in the 31 took second. Austin Hill in the 21 took third. Josh Berry, the eight car, took fourth. And Justin Allgaier uh, in the seven car took fifth. So had a couple of uh, JRM cars up there, which I love to see, but nice to see all Chevys in the top Absolutely. five. So. And Kyle Shusho, uh, you are correct. I knew I was getting that wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me, with Christian Eckes. He is with Thor. He's teammates to Johnny Sauter and the other truck. Oh, son of Odin. Yeah, so <laughs> my fault. Can't get it right all the time. But. Oh, got to throw some light in there. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, what's up, John Seeley? Uh, wow. Yeah, so there's your quick 30 second recap of the uh, Xfinity race. So I'll pass it down to this laughing hooligan down here for the cup race. And Jordan, would you please announce? I failed to announce, and Jake, the uh, name of the race. So could you please oh, yeah. uh, share this one? And I have so many questions about the name of this race that we'll take Hold on, i gotta i got my timer out for this one geez okay so this one the monster energy cup series is was presented by the enjoy illinois 300 presented by Ticketmaster at the worldwide technology raceway <gasps> exactly so two things yeah. that's a damn paragraph and the race is in st louis missouri right so why is another state sponsoring state taking it right when I was enjoy Missouri doing or... this, I was like, what in the hell? Like, <laughs> I, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. How about them Chiefs 300 would have been better? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just name it the uh, Patrick Mahomes 300. Right. Exactly. Like Call that. it good. Um, no, this is a pretty, it was pretty see, cool to see them go back to Gateway. I mean, you know, that's how I ultimately remember that place is Gateway. Yeah. When I heard Worldwide Technologies, I was like, what is that? This yeah. is a new track? And then, no. yeah, come to find out it was Gateway. Um, I thought the race was pretty good overall. There was uh, old Ross Chastain, man. Ooh, yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's gonna have to look behind him, look, do some mirror driving here pretty soon. But um, yeah, him and Denny Hamlin got into it. Him and Chase Elliott got it, got into it. So there's your storylines for the race. But uh, but ultimately, the racing was pretty good overall. Hendrick Motorsports didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. uh chase yep. just chase Elliott was doing okay there at the beginning of the race and then once he got kind of tangled up and ross you can see kind of yeah, yeah ross chasing kind of screwed him but but, she, but they didn't we, have i don't think they had the package to to be a contender just call that, that a verb like an action word you got chastain mother effort <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good uh, uh but then you know coming down to the uh last few laps uh we'll just go straight to the end um, Kyle Bush and Joe Logano. I mean, two guys that really don't like each other mm-hmm. very much. Um, battle in there at the end. I thought, you know, Kyle Bush got up to his, uh, got up to his inside. They kind of did some slide jobs and then crossovers there. And then ultimately Joey Logano got in front of him and then, and then Kyle Bush got loose coming off turn four on the white flag or the coming to the white flag, the white flag lap. Flag, and yeah. he just, and he just he lost it there. But um, yeah, Joey Logano was your winner. Kyle Busch came in second. Kurt Busch came in third. Uh, he's been, I mean, 
yeah. for that team, he's been performing this year. So, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, they've been doing awesome. And then seeing old Bubba getting taken out and then Denny Hamlin getting pissed again, <laughs> you know, yeah. that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Ryan Blaney came in fourth. And then Eric Hamilton, don't hear much about him finishing top five hardly Last at all season. this year. So, yeah. So that was a good job by him to uh, so you had three Fords and two Toyotas finishing yeah. top five. Well, it was no nice Chevys. to see uh, Michael McDowell was up there leading. I think he, he won. led like yeah. 30, yeah. 40 laps, he, something like that. Yeah, he won stage one or two. I was like, wow, yeah. good wow. for you, yeah. buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Love the that's parody it. with these cars, but yeah, literally, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah and, and, still... and that's what they need. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's what they need. You know, yeah. you know, I don't like seeing one team like last year hendrick motorsports dominated i yeah. love i'm a chevy guy i like hendrick motorsports but you know you don't want to see that i don't want to see yeah. you know like when the fords the year before when harvick oh, yeah. and all them were dominating and then you had yeah. the toyotas before that it's yeah i want to see no namers win it you know diversity. i like seeing diversity yeah, d- diversity mm-hmm. within the, the the teams and everybody having a chance ross chastain forgot crying out loud you know, nobody ever thought that team would have been up no. front, and here they are. Well, it's so, funny yeah. because he wrecked half the field, and I think he still finished sixth or seventh. Yeah. yeah. So if he wouldn't have been buffooning with everybody else, he probably could have won their damn yeah. race. Yeah, but exactly. Either way. A little butt pucker in that seat, uh, the, probably the last 20 laps. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, who did I hit? Who's behind yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, it's funny. I uh, looked up what Enjoy Illinois is, and it's literally a website, kind of like uh, you visit California, how they have that website. It's literally Uh-oh. like what to do in Illinois, booking flights, road <laughs> tripping, stuff like that. So, yeah, race in St. Louis being sponsored by a website. Illinois, I guess, Illinois. is lacking uh, <laughs> tourism. So. I guess. If you, go to, if you go to uh, St. Louis, make sure you go hop over the fence and go to Illinois, too. Yeah, they're, exactly. And, they're struggling. And honestly, of all ways to promote, like an, sponsoring a NASCAR race, like it's just weird to me. But yeah, whatever. Weird. I they're guess weird. they're not going to Chicago. Are they going to Chicagoland this year? I don't they think they're going. They took it. They're tearing that track down, I believe. Oh, wow. No, see, so, that's why. Yeah. So they Screw St. Their- Louis. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to promote over your racetrack in a different state. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was your NASCAR weekend recap. Uh, like George said, it was pretty cool to see them back at Gateway Cup Series for the first time. And the truck's back there for uh, a long time. I can't remember how many years. I'm sure Kyle Shusho will uh, correct me. Uh, but anyways, let's get into our next segment, Green Flag, Black Flag. But before we do, let's hear from the lovely ladies at Team Denver Homes. What's going on, Scrub and Tires listeners? This is Michael Ann Goodart with Team Denver Homes, Remax Professionals. We know the real estate market has been crazy the past couple years, and this year is no different. That is why you need an agent who knows how to navigate this market and properly represent clients with their best interests in mind. Whether you are buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, I would love to offer my support and services. We are a top producing team in the greater Denver area that specialize in luxury, first-time home buyers, and investment properties. We will get you matched up with the right agent for your needs. After all, real estate is the best investment you can buy. Feel free to reach out to me at any time via phone call, text, or email. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Watching that uh, ad, there's one thing missing in all those photos. Shiny little thing on her hand now. You have to go oh, I was gonna say go, she's gonna have to change. That. She's gonna yeah. have to change that last name here. Yeah, you will have to change everything. Change the name on the thing and mm-hmm. edit in some rings and all kinds. That's of things. right. Anyway. You're gonna have to add another uh, 
thing behind you of your uh, wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to get have, have her next to the car or something like a little. Thing <laughs> I'm in like a uh, '90s or a Alan Quickie Hooters where they used to have the Hooter Girl. Heck yeah! There you <laughs> I'm go. I'm pretty sure she would do that, but it would not be posted on the wall. <laughs> anyway, that's before funny. we get, before we get in trouble. Green flag, 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 Jordan. God. Um. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain the segment for some of our new listeners, but green flag, black flag. Um, we pick a topic, we ask the other members questions, and then they both respond, whether they like it, green flag, whether they dislike it, black flag. Um, so actually, I'm going to hand this off to Jake with his first question, and then we'll, we'll, <clears throat> we'll uh, go from there. All right. Well... <sighs> Oh boy! Kind of, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not like warming up for anything. I'm kind of trying to oh. think of how to word this. Uh, with some recent events that have happened, uh, that's why I said, "Oh boy!" Yeah. Uh, Are we sticking, staying local here? Staying local here, like I usually oh, okay. do. Um, not to get myself in trouble. This is just a general <laughs> question. Never. Green flag, black flag. If someone protests. Should the protest, no matter what happens, no matter who it's against, no matter what it was for, stand or not stand? Green flag, black flag. Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you. Um, like we've kind of talked amongst ourselves, this is a great topic, and I'm glad we brought it up because I feel like it needs to be talked about. Um, yeah. and, and not just the specific um, topic that we're kind of speaking on, but for forever now in the future and the past exactly. and so on and so forth. Um, if you're an owner of a track or shoot, I'll even say a business owner, right? If you make an executive decision, um, whether it's you made it from the get go or it was brought to your attention and then you made a change, no matter how it came about, if you make a change, you better die on that hill because when we have local promoters and short track owners, hell even you bring in NASCAR or any high level, if you make a decision on Saturday night or Sunday night about something that happened at the track that night, you uh, you better live and, and, and die by that decision because, I mean, you lose all. And like I said, I'm not trying to get us in trouble here, but you lose all credibility because it's like, well, you said one thing, then you did another. I, I just green flag. You, you have to stick by your uh, decision. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. So I'll pass to Jordan. Um, yeah, I mean, the, a lot of people know the, so, the, some of the nature of what we're talking about, but, um, you know, I, I, rules are rules, right? Like you have a set of rules. And, and for instance, for us, uh, we had a, we got checked on, on something on our car and they told us if you don't change it next time, you're, you're, you're going to be DQ'd. So, I mean, we took it to heart. Like, we, we want to be legal. We, it was something we didn't know or we, or we overlooked. And it wasn't anything crazy. But we took the necessary precautions and we fixed it and we're legal. We showed them when we got to the track just last, last weekend. They're like, okay, cool. You're good. All right, cool. And everything's good. I, I don't understand why there's such a, you know, hesitation in a sense. Like, if your car, it, especially if you've been under the radar, you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you want to do everything possible to, quote unquote, kick people's ass and do it the right way? You know right. what I mean? Like, why why would you want to create that sort of uh, 
a stigma around yourself and your team and anything else. And I'm not just talking one particular person or team. I'm talking to anybody that, you know, that comes in the crosshairs of, of tech or at a track. Or if you go not even just locally, but if you go to like a national traveling series, like the SRL series or anything like that, why would you want to put your, cause then they're going to be looking for reasons to, you know, to, to screw with you at that point. They're like, Oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's known to be a cheater. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you want to do that to yourself? Why would you want to have that reputation? So, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say green flag, like you got to stick to your guns. Rules are rules. You can't, you can't, um, you know, you can't completely leeway for, you know, just, just because of status or anything else. You know what I mean? Like I know, um, you know, people make mistakes and stuff like that. And, but then you, okay, we allowed you to fix it, but then if you don't fix it or if you come up with some sort of, you don't come up with something, um, to, uh, you know, set up a rule around it or something, you know what I mean? Like set the standards yeah. or anything like, okay, well you can keep it, but you're going to, you're going to have X, Y, and Z as, as a, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for is, a um, God, what up? You're going to have X, Y, and Z. These, Cons- you're not going to get points. Your consequences. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to have consequences for it. So if you're willing to accept those consequences, then all means, whatever, but yeah, I, I say green flag, but especially yeah, when you um, get warned, you know, multiple times before it, it's like right. they were trying to help you, but yeah, right. I exactly. mean, it, it's it, you you can't. That's why we have it. Then otherwise, wh- why don't we just run what you brung? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. then why if have you're rules? Gonna, why have rules yeah. at that point? If you're not going to follow them, then why have rules in the rule book? Yeah, Amen. and then you know, be a complete stickler for somebody, one person, and then not for another. I mean, you're just mm-hmm. you, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not afraid. You're two-faced at that point, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. One like Kyle Shushow says here, you know, the SRL, they don't put up with that crap. And, you know, oh. they'll, if it's in the book and you cheated and it's, you, okay, you're gone. You're, you're, you're gone. You, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you DQ'd. They won't even let you, know you know on I mean? the track. Like, okay, they do all kinds of pre-race stuff. So it's like, you know, if you're not legal. You're not going to go on our track in the first place, let alone, you know, actually go race. So like, right. I mean, and, and to, to, uh, to what you were saying, you know, um, you, you set that standard. Okay. Yeah. For somebody who comes in, you, you give them the, okay. Yeah. You need to correct it. If you don't do it, like you're DQ'd. And then especially if you come back and it's the same thing, you know, we find something after the race, you won or you finished third or whatever. Mm-hmm. okay your dq doesn't for that then doesn't finish. matter but then then when you come back and you still have it on your car or whatever you, you shouldn't even be allowed to go out on the track at that point be like no you're no. you're you yeah. know there almost there almost needs to be a pre-check at that point like if you were dq'd the week before or whenever the race before for a certain thing it needs to be you need to run back through tech again before you can go back on the track and we need yep. to recheck it and make sure that you're legal if you're not legal then there's no point in having you out here right you're just wasting yeah. a spot Right. Well, and, and like we were told with the our whole fuel cell thing, like you're talking about, George, is they say after tech, they literally write down a list of things that they teched us and said, hey, this was it's not a big deal. We're not going to DQ you tonight, but this needs to be taken care of before next race, especially if you finish top six and come to tech. This better be changed. So they they have right. a list of stuff. So it's like at that point, like you said, George, maybe yeah. do a pre-race. Hey. We need the 89, the, you know, six, the 12, the whatever car it is, uh, come to tech right now, you know, and you come to tech. Hey, did you fix this stuff? Yep. Okay. We'll check it. Okay. You're good to go. Go. Yep. 
just needs to be a golden standard across the board, no matter what class, yeah. what driver, what your last name is, how much money you got, nothing. Just rules right. rule. If you break it, you don't race at that track. Yeah, because well, then you you eliminate the you eliminate the factor for people wanting to protest at that point. They trust you yeah. enough that they know that they know that you're going to be under the standard because you've been checked and you've been thoroughly checked and then you've yep. been checked again. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah, good topic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All Jordan, right, Brandon. What got, you, oh, okay. I'll go. I was All right. say, you go. You go. All right. So um, we touched on it a little bit, um, and I usually like to talk you know, national or whatever, Jake, Jake and Jordan, keep it local, but I'm kind of intermingling them here, if you will. So my green flag, black flag for tonight is, do you think NASCAR should implement a to the rear rule uh, like local short tracks do uh, when drivers blatantly or intentionally spin or wreck another driver? Like when, um, you know, for instance, CNS's rule, if you are caught, you know, spinning someone out or the officials or the race director makes that decision that says, Hey, you know, the three H to the rear, he blatantly spun, you know, X, Y, Z car out. So NASCAR in all my years of watching that really, I mean, you might get a fine, you might get a penalty after the race, but there's no in the moment, Hey, and I'm going to use the number one of Ross Chastain, Chastain to the back after the umpteenth time that he wrecked Denny Hamlin, Chase, uh, Bubba Wallace, whoever else, um so yeah green flag black flag jake it would make things more interesting i think (laughs) i i uh i think green flag definitely because i mean at that point you're gonna get guys like matt kenseth out there and they get spun (laughs) and you know all right i don't care what what happens to my car i'm gonna just go ruin your chances at a win or you know at a or even Joey Logano a couple weeks back to William Byron on the last lap, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, there's there's good driving, respectful driving, you know, to a point where okay, you use a bumper here and there. Everybody uses a bumper here and there, but when you just blatantly drive it off into the corner, yeah, and you just totally take a guy out for oh, well, he squeezed me against the wall. Okay, that's racing. You <laughs> yeah. literally drove through him. That's not yeah. racing. That's intentionally trying to wreck. So, I, I'm. It's hard for NASCAR to really do that, just because they've really never done it, and to implement it now. I think you guys like Kyle Busch and all them, they'll have throw a fit as more as much as they already do. But I'd like <laughs> to see the... it because I mean, yeah, it would keep guys under control and and not be so hot headed and go out there and intentionally wreck people because. I, especially with these cars this year, you know, you wreck, you're like, shoot, do we even have another car to take yeah. to the next racetrack, you know, the next race? So it, it just helps lower the cost of stuff when you're not intentionally wrecking cars every weekend. But right. still, you're going to have people that do that. But this, I think it would help a little bit. Plus, it would just, it would be interesting to see, you know, like, hey, and you, you got know, a pissed off driver to the rear. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it would be interesting to see. I, I'd say green flag on that one. Yeah. Jordan, what do you think? Um, it, it, this is a hard one, actually, because, A, you have you're the, the upper epilogue. Upper epilogue. Ep- 
Echelon. Echelon. Epsilepsinin. <laughs> hey. I've only had one. Hey. How much alcohol is in that beer? I, I couldn't I couldn't pronounce JGR a couple weeks back. So <laughs> you're on the upper echelon of motorsports. So these drivers are extremely good. Like they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? They know the difference between running through somebody and then just giving a bump and run, right? Yep. So but then you're still gonna have that that questionable where you're you're it's kind of like how I look at it is NASCAR making the below the yellow line rule for all the super speedways. It's going to be totally subjective. Like one guy is going to say I was forced down there. Another guy is going to say, no, you went willingly. It's going to be a total subjective move. Like, Oh, I, you know, I got, I got loose going into the corner. You know, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. Well, they can check the data now. So that'd be, but yeah, that's a good point. But it's, but that's that's what it is. They're going to argue it no matter what. And then do you really want to have that, you, you know, do you really want to have that in NASCAR now? Because it's going to happen all the time. Like just last weekend, Ross Chastain. I mean, grant, granted, he owned up to it. Right. But there's going to be times where, you know, like when uh, Kyle Busch took out Dale Jr. at Richmond that one time. Oh, yeah. You know he went in there way too hot, and you're going to have those situations. I went in there way too hot. And he, and he, you know, he was, he, I got loose. Well, everybody else and their mother looks at it from the standpoint, you went in that corner and how did the, how did, how did the wheels go right then? (laughs) Yeah. Look like you took him out. So there's that, there's going to be that fine line. And I don't, so I'm going to say black flag. I mean, they haven't been doing it up to this point. Um, I think that there would just be too much BS that would go on that would surround it. It would be nice. Like I think as a fan, you would be like, yeah, he intentionally took him out, send his ass to the rear. He doesn't deserve to be up there as this guy's, you know, now in the, in the garage with mm-hmm. a torn up race car. Why right. does he get to keep his position? So, um, but I just, I just think that there's going to be too much controversy around it. Like yeah. the, the less that they have to put in NASCAR's hands to make up, make a call like that. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be dealt with on the track. Like right. same thing with the double yellow line rule. Get rid of the stupid double double line rule. It's it's it was it was okay for you know a little while, but it's so it's so useless. Like, get rid of it. Yeah, just yeah. don't even don't even do that. No, good so point. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say black flag. Can you imagine Kyle Busch's uh, post race interview if you ever took somebody out and got sent oh, to the back God. on a restart for like you know green white checkered? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think he, he'd just go straight to his hauler and not come out. Yeah, he. Park, park it in the grass and jump out of it. And walk <laughs> over the wall. Park it at the flag stand here. Take this yep. POS. Yeah. 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 Good. Good it wouldn't turn. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to a local topic here, and um, you know I know we we've, we've had a lot of conversations around tires, uh, over the course of you know the first part of the season here, but um, something interesting to me. Um, in a situation where, I mean, I'm, I will name names during this one because it's not really a bad topic or anything like that. And I, I think it's just an interesting one. But should tires, the tire rule, where you have to run three full nights, not three races, but three full nights on a set of tires, should the tires stay with the car or should the tires stay with the driver? Do you think a driver should be allowed to get, if, if you, mm. so if, if I jump in Jake's car, I know what you're saying now. Should I get brand new tires, even though the 89 has made run two races on the 89 has run two races on a certain set, but then if I jump in his car, should I get brand new tires? 
Green flag, black flag, random. Oh, damn. I was hoping you were going to uh, <laughs> Man, I need a second to think about that. So, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, I was a little confused at first. But, um, boy, this is, um, this is tough, right? Because from the way I look at it, whether you're in the points battle, right, and you have, per se, a wedding or something crazy going on in life that you can't miss, but, yeah, you still want that car to be in the running for points, so I say, call up George. Hey, can you can you run the legend this weekend? You know, if you know that was the case, but and say you need to run this car. I can't be there. Yada yada, and not even coming at it from a uh, advantage point where I'm like, hey, if you get in this car, then we get brand new tires because you're not Brandon Hall. You're you're my name's above the door, not yours. But as a you know, if I was in the points or something like, hey, hell yeah, put new tires on it and go run it till it blows up. You know what I mean? But right. Because whoever like, gets in the car is going to get the points at that point. But you know what well, I mean? Like if, if I jump in it, then the points go to me because then I would be like 89 S. Right. He, he owns the 89. But yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I'm not like even from a win perspective, like, OK, I don't even care about points. Let's this scenario. I don't even care about points but my sponsors my this my that they see that car in victory lane don't matter pictures all look the same right but mm -hmm. i i don't know i feel like i feel like we got to keep it to a car rule not a driver rule the car mm -hmm. if you're impounding the tires it's per the car not the driver unless there's like a serious unfortunate thing like god forbid someone gets hurt someone's family becomes ill something bad bad happens not just oh i i went to hawaii no offense jake i couldn't uh <laughs> i couldn't run this weekend but yeah. so that i i don't know how you worded the green flag black flag but if it's for cars to keep the tire rule green flag right yeah okay. black flag for the driver see this is a this is a good one because they've all been mul multiple yeah, a, it's, multiple you know. ways we can go here so when we first picked <laughs> up our tires and dad went up to John Witter and says, I need two sets. And he says, I can't give you two sets. He's like, why, John? I have two cars. Well, who's driving them? Well, both my sons. Hello. I have two cars. Jake's not going to drive two cars at one time. Hello. <laughs> you know, so it's like we had to specifically put 89 on one set and specifically put 99 on that set. So yeah. in that sense, those tires go with that car. Yeah. But here's the other caveat technically the 99 is George's car, but we've also have used it or using it in case something happens where it's a backup car. If anything, God forbid, knock on wood happens to the 89. But in that sense, if the tires stay with the car and say, I wrecked the 89 one race and then the next race to come out and I'm in the 99, I have brand new tires and that's not going to be fair for everybody else. So right. it's, it's, it's kind of six of one, half dozen of the other. I I see both points, but I'm more on the tire stay with the driver than the tire stay with the car. Because like I just said in that, for instance, I could just jump in the 99 next weekend and have a fresh set of tires and we don't have any tires for everybody else to use and I got a fresh set. Right. And that's not fair. So Well, and to that point, I mean, most people, and I say most lightly, but they don't have a backup car. So it's kind of case by case. And yes, some right. people could afford to build one real quick, but I feel like it would take 
especially with parts nowadays. But no, that's a really good point. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And, and like kind of Ray says here, uh, that's different because you would use the tires from the 89. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree because they would stay with the driver. But with some of what we've heard, if, if the tires stay with the car, then, like I said, if, if I jump in the 99 and those tires stay with that car, then I have a fresh set, which that shouldn't be allowed. So, yeah. Well, if you it's think about of, it, so let's, it, well, and think about it this way too. If you, uh, it, like you were saying, so if you, if Jake had to miss one week or whatever, and the, and the tires stayed with the car and I went out and I ran and ran for him or whatever. And, um, you know, he's sitting, let's just say he's sitting first in points, right? Okay. He won one race already, you know, finished top five and in, in the couple before then. But then, you know, I go out for the night and whatever. I get points for it, but he don't get no points, but whatever. But then he gets a brand new set, like, right after that, because then we roast up those tires versus that then right then he would have to, the next race that he comes back, he would then in turn still have to run those old tires. So he would, you know, he would, it would almost put the field at a disadvantage for him if he missed one race, heaven forbid, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, due to something that. Yeah, so I can I can see it both. I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, this could be a little good topic. This <laughs> so because you yeah. know, like little instances like this have just been popping up this year. This, like I said, this isn't like a major controversy in my mind. It just was like, oh, I wonder what everybody thinks about this one. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. I like what John says. Change your number each week and buy sticker tires each week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, that's what our plan is. You know, hey, they said I could race the ninety nine. I just get the points for it. So technically, you know. Yeah, yeah. probably do that. Go out <laughs> right. there and finish top five, and no matter what car you're in, you have a good shot to hit yeah. the points. Right. So. We might even bring a three car on a modified one. Yeah, I'm in. A third set of fresh tires. There we go. <laughs> and well, like Ray said, no, the '99 would become the '89. That is very exactly. true because we already have we already have that. If something happens to heaven forbid, happens to the to the main car, we already have decals and stuff ready to go. We'd be tearing the '99 right off of it and putting the '89 right on that car. So which yeah. was. Which was funny because we were debating on how we wanted to do that this year. And George's like, well, what if we just got like a magnet on there? I'm like, that thing would fly <laughs> off in a heart. Yeah, we talked about that last week. The throwback yeah, schemes. Yeah, oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Driving down the straightaway, all of a sudden this big 89 flops right on like, somebody's car. Hey, flipping. This, this sticker is dangerous <laughs> and inconvenient, but I do love Fig Newtons. Exactly. <laughs> but I do love Citywide Banks. Yeah, exactly. I love Citywide. That's funny. Uh, can, you si can you sign this for me? <laughs> It's up in the no. stands. Hits yeah. the yeah. defenseless kid. No, those were uh, those were really good topics. Got a lot of people talking and got my brain rolling on a uh, Tuesday night. So I'm hey, hurting. That's what, that's what we got to do. Yeah. yeah, create the conversation. Absolutely, that's why we're here. Well, speaking of citywide banks, let's uh, let's hear from them. How about you say, and then we'll get into CNS weekend recap. You've spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now, investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him, and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low-interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. Does that guy work for, uh, in your branch, Jake, the, the voiceover guy? I have no cool. idea who the voiceover is. <laughs> like, if I've, you worked with, like, the Allstate guy, that'd be great. Cool. <laughs> right. I've actually asked. The, I haven't heard anything yet about, like, who gets in these commercials, like, 
I, I, I have like no idea. They should film one at the race shop because that's exactly what was just going on there. They I know. I, I have father told them and father should. and son thing. I mean, shoot. Exactly. I have told them they should do something. Uh, yeah, with the race car, or the racetrack, whatever. It, that would be fun. But cool. Let's I, do I, it. I don't, I don't make those right. decisions. <laughs> That'd be awesome. A couple more ranks, and you'll be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the local stuff here. So, of course, uh, CNS uh, weather permitted. Um, uh, we got to run Saturday night. Obviously, the three of us were, were not there. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So we had the University Auto Parts Family Night, Napa Know How. That wasn't the name, but I just felt like saying that. Um, so we had the Figure 8 Super Stocks Late Model Special, thankfully, because they've gotten rained out. Uh, Pro Trucks and the Circle Drags for, I believe, the first time this uh, year. So I'll leave us off here with the Figure 8s. Um, so uh, just based off of CNS's um, website, Obviously, the heats and all that jazzercise for the figure eights uh, out. Um, so, um, actually, no, the dash, excuse me, erase everything I just said. The dash, uh, the first one, obviously, the 67D of Keith Swenson, which I, I remember saying his name uh, a lot last year. He took home the uh, dash win. And then uh, our old buddy, uh, Harry Livermore Jr., uh, coming back strong um, the last time they raced as well. Um, but he took home your fast dash in that uh, number 17 pink and purple car. Um, then fast forward to the feature event. Um, by all accounts, seem like a, a pretty good race. And they, I mean, man, every time they're out there, they just seem to be, I mean, slide jobs and crossovers and all kind of stuff. And it seemed like that was the case. Not sure why uh, um, Mr. Wall in the 52. I'm not sure what happened there. Very surprised to see his name not in the top five. Uh, but either way, you uh, had the 97 of Adam Gastineau um, coming in fifth, uh, the 13M of Isaac Martinez in that uh, Dale Earnhardt Wrangler retro throwback painted car uh, coming in fourth, the 08 of Travis Sanders coming in third, uh, aforementioned uh, Harry Livermore Jr. in the 17 took uh, your second place and uh, first win, uh, first time winner. This year, uh, the number 18 of Dennis Stefanik, the third. So right. really good job to him in that uh, uh, white, what is it, take five oil uh, Chevy Monte mm -hmm. Carlo. So good job yeah. to him and all the nice. uh, all the uh, figure eight drivers. So really good job. Yeah, and he got out to and a he's pretty watching. good lead there. There you are, buddy. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll put you up there. Woo -hoo. There you go, buddy. I watched uh, I, the, the track actually showed the live feed of that. Oh, I think, okay. Uh, I, I hopefully they start doing more of that. I mean, you have, a lot you know, more all you track officials, please, or you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to see a GoPro that. on top of Mark's head. And that would be awesome. That actually. would be awesome. Hey, I have a chest mount okay. if you want to wear it. I talked to him about it. He said he was worried about something would hit it, but yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's, why it's, it's a, no it's different got a than case. being in the car. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Just put a case on it. Yeah. Yeah. A big old piece of rubber come up and bing. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, that I love that. I got to watch the uh, figure eight race on uh, on okay. Facebook, and and a little bit of the truck race too. So yeah, they were finally like broadcasting it. It was like. So did uh, Jared Wall have issues or going for I, four so in a row there? When they, when they had that caution um, later in later stages in the race, he I, I, he must have went off because he was running like fourth or something. He was running like third, and then he fell back a couple positions. And then he went off, and I don't know. I, nobody ever said anything why, but Tires. Um, nope. cut, a tire. cut a tire. Okay, so he mm -hmm. cut a tire. There we go. And then he went Damn off, it. and then he and they came back on. But yeah, Dennis, man, you were out front. That was awesome. You you drove away with that thing for a good portion of that race. So that was awesome to see. 
yeah, excellent win. Absolutely. Whoop, whoop. all right right, you got the super stocks i got super stocks so oh boy uh we'll get it we'll get into the main there's a couple things with the main and i'm sure people are wanting to talk about because it's their favorite driver but um uh qualifying you had brett yaki in the 32y ran a 19 and then you had cody cody mylan and then you had the one e one ne of uh troy widar and then the 86 of Tim Coat and 23 of Jordan Abeda, rounding out your top five. In the dash, you had, and I'll go five to one here. Uh, coming in fifth, you had the 53 of David Noah. Uh, fourth was the 4G of Ryan Galvin Jr. Uh, third was the 24M of Scott Miller. Good job, Scott. Uh, coming in second was the 90 of Alex Rodriguez. And coming in first was the number seven of David Robertson. On uh, the fast dash. Uh, same thing, I'll go 5-1. to one. 86, Tim Coat. Uh, fourth was the 32 of Cody Milan. Third was uh, 23 of Jordan Abeda. Second was the 32Y of Brett Yaki. And coming home with the win. The dude just keeps getting his name at the top of the board this whole season in each one of these damn series. He was but, pulling though, triple duty on Saturday. Oh, well. dude. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that. Was. I couldn't believe that. He, he posted it. It was like, man, I was a little bit mentally exhausting. I, I was oh, like, I can't even, I can't. I can't even physically... No. Physically wise, I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. Double duty is enough. Triple, you're you're Triple, crazy, Troy. Yeah, you're right. So the yep. one any of Troy Woodard took home your fast dash, and then your feature. Um. So the thirty-two <laughs> is leading, and then sparks are flying underneath the car. Sails it off into turn three, and something goes flying up towards the wall. I remember. I don't even know what it was. Um. But the caution came out. Officials, what was it? Yeah, somebody that was there, please tell me, was it an exhaust? What was it? <laughs> Who knows what it was? His um, car goes like 10 decibels. Obviously, loud. it wasn't <laughs> a drive shaft, so that's right. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't anything that altered the or hindered the performance of the yeah. car, I guess. Oh, yeah, it was exhaust. There we go. So oh. he, was, he was running up front, and um, I mean, Troy and everybody else was running up. He wasn't like way out in front, but. Um, yeah, exhaust comes flying off on that thing, and uh, I mean, he caused a caution. So I know that there was some people on Facebook making comments. They're like, "Why the hell did he get his position back?" I'm not going to comment on that, but I mean, you could you could make an argument for either way. Should he go to the rear because he caused the caution in a sense like that? For I mean, it's not as really his fault that it, that it part came flying off. You know what I mean? But yeah, you but know what ex- I mean. An exhaust, though. I mean. Tighten a couple bolts down so it don't fly off. I mean, unless something happened <laughs> hey, where he like bottomed out and it literally crushed it and it just you know wiggled right. itself. I had a, we but... have the safety wire ours by God. So yeah. I mean, who I guess the muffler anyway. But yeah, but uh, but anyways, uh, there was only there was only a handful of laps left to go when that happened, and then he ended up uh, he ended up taking the win anyways. Uh, Mr. Brett Yaki, he was he was on a rail. I mean, you know. Whether you like him, don't like him, he's still a damn good driver. So, um, coming in fifth was the 55 of Damian Lockhart. Uh, fourth was the 86 of Tim Coat. Third was the 1NE of Troy Widar. Uh, second was the 11W of Scott Long. And then taking home your win was the 32Y of Brett Yaki. So, there is your. Um, there you go. So, there's your super socks. I'll, I'll spice this up a little bit. Yeah. So, kind of, <laughs> well, kind of like John Seeley says here, why is there a 50. 50- 
$50 fine for lead if you lose it, but not any other part. I agree. And also to that point, uh, we've been told if we bottom out and scrape on the track too much, the track will black flag us or on a caution, send us to the back. That's true. So That's true. why is that any different if a part is dragging for 10 laps, it sounds like, and he wasn't black flagged while it was dragging for 10 laps? Because God forbid I go into a corner and I just kind of hit that little bump going That's into true. three and bottom out and it's, you know, oh, you're too low, Shh, black flag, go to the back or go into the pits or whatever, yeah. you know. He's literally dragging apart for 10 laps. Like that's yeah. a little crazy to me, but that's a good I, point. I mean, that's a really good point, actually. Um, you know, if you're going like, to, I don't know most super stocks if they have the windshield or not. I, I don't think everyone has a windshield. I think they do like the mods and they just got those bars in front. So that thing flies off and hits somebody like that's, that's, you know, what this big around. So that thing comes through and hits somebody that's kind of dangerous. So I, I feel Nothing against Brett or anything, but still, that's rules are rules. Well, it goes back to what we were talking about. Um, if a rule's a rule, get, you got to be mm -hmm. clear across the board, no matter who it is, what your last name is, what car you're in, how much money you got, whatever. Like, if it's a rule, you got to do it. Right. And, it, and, and to that point, you sh they should have made the call and black flagged him. They yeah. saw sparks flying out for 10 laps. I, I didn't know it was 10 laps. So, yeah, I didn't know um, either. Glad that glad that people kind of clarified that because yeah if, it, if it's going on for 10 laps and i mean yeah it should have been good right go see what's going on with the car bro yep. yeah exactly <laughs> so like something something's messed up man yeah so <laughs> i think you should be sparking for 10 straight yeah. laps yeah. <laughs> especially Over with a brand new car off. that's yeah, true exactly so anyways yeah, yeah. it should have been you should have been black flag but yeah. uh you it know is what it is what it, what it is what it is now yeah. But uh, all right. Yeah, there's your recap for the Superstocks. What do you got, Jake? Late models. Got the late models. Yeah. Um, a lot of, it looks like a lot of the cars that were uh, in some of that accident driven uh, main event from a couple weeks ago. Uh, got their all, cars all fixed up and got out to the track. So it looks like they had a pretty good uh, amount of cars out again. Um, let's see. Qualifying. I got to go on the right page. Here we go. Uh, qualifying so fifth to first, fifth to first, the uh, 31 of Rick Smith was fifth, 98 Lee Kemet, uh, fourth, uh, the 40 car of Brandon Newey was third, 15 of Michael Hanna was second, and your uh, quick time winner was the 76 of Chad Cohen with a 17274. So, mm -hmm. they're uh, that's, that's some pretty good times, pretty good. yeah. How many were they on their second race for tires? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, because they got race. rained out. They were supposed to be with us. Oh, that's right. Two yeah. weeks ago, yeah, that's second right. race. Okay, so they're on their second night. So yeah, so they got. I'm saying, damn, that's third night. <laughs> <They're running 17 laughs> that's pretty fast. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like we did a couple weeks ago, um, they ran two features and uh, instead of a heat race. So their first feature, um, fifth to first, uh, finishing fifth was the number 15 Michael Hanna. Fourth, number 40 Brandon Newey. Uh, third, number eight, Dan Alma, I want to say is how I, we screw up people's names. I'm sorry. I met him the other weekend, but I didn't ask. Yeah. And I was trying to listen on, you know, on the, uh, track announcer, but I, I don't pay attention half the time. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> second place, 98 of Lee Kemet and first feature winner was the quick time winner, 76 of Chad Cohen. So, uh, great job, Chad. I don't know how they've. 
you know, start it out because I know they do the roll the die and flip flop the running order for this first feature. Or well, they do the pill draw, then they do the flip of the uh, second feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the second feature sounds like there was a couple of incidents as well in this one. Um, go through the feature top five real quick. Uh, so fifth was the 31 of Rick Smith. Fourth, 98 of Lee Kemet. Um, third was 15 of Michael Hanna. Second was 76 of Chad Cohen. And first was the number eight of Dan Elma. So good job, Dan and Chad, for both those feature wins. Uh, well, it's cool to see to you. Dan because he didn't even qualify in the top five. So he had that thing set up for uh, the long yeah. haul. So and I know great job. a couple weeks ago when they ran it, ran with the mods, uh, he was having some issues as well that night with uh, some of his setup. So it's good to see that he's finally kind of getting the car back, uh, back up to you know winning form again. So um Got a shout out to Kyle Morse, though. It sounds like something happened to him in the first feature and then bent the front stub, but he was drivable enough to make the second feature. And he still almost, I think he said he almost got into the top five. I think he said he finished like sixth or seventh. Um, Just had needed a couple more laps and he probably would have got up there. So uh, good luck to you getting your car back together, buddy. I know this is second race in a row where you're having to work on that dang thing so yeah uh good luck to you hopefully uh, oh, qualifying hit oh the hit the wall qualifying Yikes. oh all right well dang damn well, it boy yeah you must have been going so fast you just <laughs> lost control i'm not lifting <laughs> send it i'm <laughs> dropping the hammer <laughs> no you're not <laughs> but um i guess there was an incident where and and this kind of like went over facebook and you know uh caused some back and forth banter if you want to say um sounds like the 88 of scuff brad scuffka was battling with the 51 51 was kind of up high and then was going into the turn and kind of cutting down which a lot of drivers do i mean i do it when i'm out there by myself go high and cut back down low at the center and uh just sounds like one was thinking he was clear one was thinking he wasn't and boom they met and and turned so it's kind of one of those things where someone thought they had the spot and someone thought they didn't have the spot and caused some controversy there um but racing it's racing uh you can say whatever you want yeah game inches and we can say whatever you want i'm sure brad didn't do it on purpose you know staying low trying to get position sometimes things happen so um but nonetheless it sounds like a lot of cars went home in one piece which is good to see and um it sounded like it was good to feature races overall so congratulations to uh, dan and chad and all the drivers for uh, some good racing so uh pass this over to brandon for the pro tracks yeah absolutely and the uh, last time uh jake was racing unfortunately we saw a lot of uh pro trucks coming off the track on either the wrecker the claw um tires down on the rims um but it looks like the doors ripping off yeah uh yeah so looks like they like jake said with the late models looks like they got most of those back together uh so they didn't have a special they were just regular qualifying dash dash uh feature uh so uh with that being said qualifying uh fifth through first uh, the nine of Curtis Heldenbrand making his way in the top five for fifth place. Shout out Ian Clark. 
Uh, fourth was the number 33 of Tyler Davis. Good to see him uh, kind of gaining traction again from the tail end of uh, last season. Uh, he qualified fourth. The 34 of Rudy Vanderwall um, qualified third, so obviously he got his right side panels put back on that one. Um, and then the 22 of Brian Yaki, uh, he qualified second. And then uh, to no one's surprise, your quick time winner for the night was the number seven bright ass yellow truck of Adam Dines. Uh, so congratulations there, Mr. Dines on your uh, Dines. time. Dines. Sorry. Dines. Dines. I, I learned that last week. Oh, my bad. It's Dines. <laughs> there you go. All Another right. butcher. We're, yeah. we're good it's for that. Like I said, all year. Name series, sorry. There's so many names, so many names. Um, and it's good to see new ones coming up too, that we've never seen your name. Cause then we screw it up and then we're like, Oh, it takes us half the year to figure it out. So <laughs> right. You can come. Exactly. Uh, but in your dash, uh, the in fifth place was the number 90 of Jason Groff, rookie. And he, uh, for whatever reason or not, is always pitted next to us. So we've kind of get to see them uh, a lot. So good run for him. Uh, the 5W of Troy Widar that we mentioned earlier, he took fourth in the first dash. The 28 of Brian Winemaster, third. The 85 of Jeff Walbaum in second. And your first dash winner was the number 11 of steve johnson so congratulations mr johnson fast forward into your fast dash uh fifth place number 33 of tyler davis uh fourth place the number nine of curtis heldenbrand third was the 34 of rudy vanderwall and the 22 of brian yaki came in second and your fast dash winner was uh the number seven of adam dines and then into your feature uh, pretty much uh, looks like we're copying verbatim, but uh, fifth place, the number 85 of Jeff Walbaum, fourth place, number 34 of Rudy Vanderwall, third place, number nine of Curtis Heldenbrand. Hell of a run for that uh, whole team and truck all night, it seems like. Uh, second place was the number 22 of Brian Yaki. Surely shocked to not see him take home uh, another piece of hardware. Uh, but again, your feature winner seems like that truck was just on rails all night from start to finish. The number seven bright ass yellow truck of Adam Dines. So congratulations, Mr. Dines. Um, they had a good battle. Yeah, say, it seems somebody, like the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, well, they somebody had a really posted good battle. A, a video, live video, video it, yeah. that I was watching, and I think the last like easily ten, maybe longer laps, they were side by side, not side by side, side by side, not but you know, right. Adam would get like a car truck or two, and then he, you know, Brett would or Brian would catch back up, and they were and they never touched, never got into each other uh adams it looked like his truck wasn't really good on the bottom but once he moved up half lane maybe a full lane it was like brett or brian I why i keep saying brett brian couldn't get around him so that, that was a great uh, race to watch so yeah. that's cool absolutely sounded like a uh, fun-filled Eventful night again. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like we man just said, they battled the whole night. So we love to see that no matter what class, who it is. Love to uh, get good racing on a Saturday night. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, yeah, we weren't there um, this last weekend, but uh, the majority of us will be here um, this Saturday. Weather looks good. So, uh, but with that, before we get into the CNS Weekend Preview from uh, Jake, we'll uh, hear from one of our other presenting partners, uh, the Denver Ear. And I will say, I know I've been saying it for a couple weeks now that they're going to be doing a uh, ad on CNS and racing. I know I keep saying that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's happening tomorrow. Uh, we have a scheduled appointment to do a um, radio style interview 
um, and then they'll publish it and put it out on their blog. So uh, I'll be yeah. sure and let you guys know when that is up. Send put, post the link here on our Facebook page. Should be a good read. Hopefully I don't screw it up and sound like a complete idiot, but uh, we'll do it. So hopefully next week we'll have that posted for it and you can um, nice. go read all about it. So without further ado. Have you, your friends or family, ever been stuck trying to figure out what to do, where to eat, or maybe even how to go spend your time enjoying the weekend? As we all know, there's so much to do in Colorado, so many places to see, so many events to attend, and so many local small businesses to know about that it sometimes almost feels as though they have become a secret. So the next time you're stuck in this situation, take the guessing out of it and go check out the top lifestyle blog in Denver, one of our presenting sponsors, The Denver Ear. Here you can expect to find local secrets, family-friendly event guides, holiday guides, and special roundups of businesses and locations. Furthermore, they have plenty of options for fun brunches, happy hours, dinners, and more. So the next time you find yourself deciding on what to do, go check out www.thedenverear.com. There you go. Denver Ear. Right. I guarantee you'll be clicking on them next week. I will. Full the, throttle. The Denver Ear brought to you by Ticketmaster 300 <laughs> in uh, Sonoma, California. Yeah. Presented <laughs> by the state of Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jake, awesome. take us away for uh, this weekend. Yeah. So um, this weekend, uh, it's not a full one, but it's a full one just because the uh, Legend cars will be out there. So since they've been rained out two straight races Sheesh. in a row, I expect there's probably going to be like 35 plus legends out there ready to go so um this weekend june 11th the ac transmission shift into high gear uh night you got the super late models the legends bandoleros and those boogie woogie choo choo trains well and the uh presenting sponsor for the legends is ac transmission so Oh, fun. See? yeah it's gonna be a big night for them so which i don't understand because we raced on your guys' sponsor the last time the first week the sunoco yeah. race field i'm like what yeah <laughs> okay. I, I i have the Makes schedule sense. i have the schedule of who's sponsoring each night because with citywide banks uh we're actually moving it from july 30th to the august 13th race now because there were some discrepancies with some of the executive leaders not being able to make that night so just looking at all of them yeah and and what's racing that night it's like somewhere out there it's like the presenting sponsor yeah for that night doesn't even have their class racing that night kind of weird but you know whatever well, ac transmission got it right by god yeah they did <laughs> <laughs> so there you go but uh yeah so if you're uh not doing anything this weekend uh definitely head out to cns uh 6 30 races start uh, you got the super late models and I'm, I mean, the legends. Yeah. They, it's kind they're of funny. Up. Yeah. They've been cooped up. The figure eights, I feel like are like ready to have their championship. <laughs> they're halfway over. Yeah. They're <laughs> ready to have their championship night and the legends only have had one race. So uh, it's, it's been kind of crappy that you guys have had two rainouts in a row, but um, I expect well, it was a snow out. out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, that's true. Yeah. It was. Snow out, but... Yeah. So, well, yeah. So if you're uh, not doing anything, good luck. Uh, Mr. Brian Sanders headed to Iowa. I'm jealous for the Arca series, but uh, if you're in town around, want to come check out some local uh, good racing action, come out to CNS. Hopefully uh, we'll uh, have some good luck with the weather and uh, the old three H machine. We can 
get our issues fixed from feels like two months ago when we uh, first ran, but hopefully we can get that fixed and <laughs> stay clear and come away with good finish. So Heck yeah, definitely. All right. Who is ready for some, give me some loving. Let's do it. I'm ready. ready. I'm All ready. right. <laughs> we need one comment before we go. Someone's got to say they're ready before we hit that go button. Well, sis, come on, be the first one. Who's going to do oh. it? Uh, Wee man's oh. already, he's already typing away. I bet <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, he did he already he did ask one question earlier that uh shoes there we go, go. Ray. hey there Ray. we go all right go. here we go So uh, I told Wee Man just a second ago that we'd play his uh, question from like the first minute of the show. So Brandon, how many times are you going to change your podcast room around this year? Uh, that's a great question. This is the third time. And hopefully the last, um, um, the company I work for now, uh, they're, we're moving floors and then we're moving buildings in 2023. So they're getting rid of a lot of things, office chairs, stand up desks, the whole nine. Um, I was able to snag some of that. So um, I obviously work remotely too, 99% of the time. So I switched it up, uh, moved everything around because uh, where I was before, as you can see right behind me uh, by Dale and the sun drop uh, cutout, that's where I was. And the dresser didn't used to be there, but that's the go-kart body hanging on the wall. So I had about this hey. much room, just the uh, tight fit of the chair. So I moved it out and now I, I can swim. I can do whatever. I was to say, you're and, not as low as you used to be. Yeah, well, yeah, the uh, stand-up desk is, yeah. So uh, to answer your question, Mark, this is hopefully the last time. So last hope time. you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't touched my background in like two years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. pictures same. have been right. hanging up there. Yeah. Why Joker, so serious? Joker Why so serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for anybody well, that doesn't, yeah, I painted those suckers too. Yeah. Yeah, I did that one. Watercolor that one, too. Yeah, watercolor. Very cool. There's two more actually over there. Got my yeah. football, my college football helmet, right? Uh, if I can do this right, right there. I hate doing my old that. carding race suit sitting right there. My jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you I wash got... it before you stuck it up there? Oh God, no! I think, I think my old go kart one still <laughs> oh. has the uh, beer stains from uh, that. Yeah, that, that last night shotgun night we did that yeah. one night. Yeah. Yeah, mine's in the old <laughs> closet. Hadn't been touched since. I I do think I washed it though, but. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough about that. Thanks for the question, we man. Uh, give it to Jake here. Yeah. So great, great question. Great question. Ray Duncan. That was a tongue twister there. Uh, do you think racers should volunteer on their off nights as officials so they can see what it's like from our angle? Uh, I'm in. I, I would love to. Um, inside the track tower wherever uh, i would i would love to one race do it i mean i i'm always up for seeing a different angle and seeing things from a different perspective other than either in the uh you know uh spotter tower or inside a car because you know everybody has their own opinions of what they see and it'd be nice to kind of see or hear you know what the officials are talking about and um that would be cool yeah I, i'd say at least one night heck yeah do it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. Um, I mean, 
for some of us, I mean, like myself, I'm busier than hell. Like this whole month is like booked completely. Yeah. So, but yeah, it would be, it would be fun to just volunteer and, you know, well, we whatever. even said we'd come paint the walls and spice it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I would be down to do that. That's <laughs> even a little bit of a facelift. Yeah. It needs that. You it buy the it. stuff. We'll be there. Yeah. I'll just, I, you know what? I'll just be the critical person. I'll sit in the, uh, in the infield in one of the trucks and drink beer the whole night. Yeah. I'll just stand next to Joe. Don't Star. think you, 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 you do that wrong. <laughs> I want to stand. I'll stand next to we man. I want to experience that. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, we got a special call out for Jacob. So the next question will go to George, but here you are, Jake. Uh, okay. Oh, this oh, yeah, is a three bad. part. Oh, geez. Yeah. Three oh, part. Wow. I could read if I could read <laughs> Jake, you go first. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, top five people who make racing more fun, staff or driver? Uh, you better say me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't want to get too, you know, like generic here. I think a lot of people make it fun. I don't know if there's a top five per se uh meeting john seeley this year i mean i knew of john but then we started talking before the race season got started and finally got to meet him out at a, our first practice so uh, i loved talking with john and getting to know john a little bit better so he's he's fun uh shushow and and gasser they're fun to go and talk with and uh, mark and scott and all the officials you know ray they're always fun little sis i got a shout out to you you're always fun to to hang out with and and uh talk to at the track you and your family they're awesome people so uh i guess that technically is the top five but um i wouldn't really say in an order in a sense but yeah there's a there's a lot of people out there that make racing fun there's a lot of people out there that make it uh hard definitely I won't name names on that, but um, I'm, I'm enjoying my, myself nonetheless. No matter what happens on whatever night, whether it's good or bad, I'm I'm having fun because we're out there with our family and friends and all the supporters. So, yeah, that's my take on that one. Jordan. All right. So my question is, why am I always late? <laughs> I, I got kids. <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> my and their and their bedtime, I their bedtime is right right before seven thirty, like right at seven thirty. So I get I'm at seven o'clock. I'm getting them ready for bed, but they're three eight year olds. I mean, it's like wrangling cats. Yeah, you know, it's just impossible sometimes. Like, brush your teeth. How many times do I gotta tell you? What? I didn't hear you. Go well, put your damn iPod down and go brush your teeth. There you go, Tom. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's usually why I'm I'm always the last one, and everybody's waiting on me. It's because I'm trying to get three little knuckleheads in the bed. There you go. <laughs> All right, last one of me. Uh, what got you involved with the SFR program? Um, so I guess I, I don't ever know if there was like a invitation. I guess I just showed up. Um, <laughs> but no, we uh, all three got to know each other, racing against each other back in 2019 when we were racing uh, dirt carts. Um, became close friends with. These guys, Chuck, Carrie, their mom, everybody involved, and then uh, they continued to race. Uh, I took, I basically, I guess I retired from go-karts at that point. I was actually looking to buy a house and driving down from Cheyenne every, uh, that year anyway, kind of wore me out with all the rain that we had that year. But uh, anyway, fast forward, uh, Jake gets a gam. Um, I moved down to Denver and uh, just 
always want to be around racing. So I asked if I could help come over there. Uh, First race, Chuck was like, yep, you know what you're doing. You're on the team. We're a team. Here we go. And fast forward to to here we are. So that's kind of how kind of a a family affiliated thing by this point. So great question. You're a brother from another mother. Brother from another yeah, mother. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Sister hey, uh, from another mister. <laughs> um, throw up John Seeley's question next. Uh, where are we at here? 8.51. Yeah. Sorry about that. Didn't see that. George, take it away. Okay. If a rule was to be changed, would it be best to announce the rule change immediately and allow time for adjustment before Im- implementing it the following season? 100% yes. Yeah. The earlier we could get rule changes, the better. I I I don't like the fact that they wait until the drivers April of a day of right. a race. Yeah. Like or well I, I mean just for stuff for the next season. I th- that that's ultimately what I think he's getting at. It's like stuff for next season. Um stuff that happens on a week to week basis, they give us the, you know, they give us the heads up that it could it could happen at any time for anything that affects this season you know with like tire rules and all that stuff like none of that really makes a difference but i I think i know what he's getting at here um when it comes to like parts and stuff on a car you know what we can and cannot do um unless it's safety related but yeah yeah i think that honestly that that should be taking they should be talking about those things now so that way come december when everything's done and it's a month past the season's over with get those out, get those out to people. Like, this is what we're, we're thinking about doing or call a meeting. Like, Hey guys, we want to have a conversation at the racetrack. We're going to need everybody to come up to the racetrack and we're going to chit chat about it in December. Don't wait until March to like, Oh, here's the updated rules. And sorry, you only got less than a month to get this figured out. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know of too many racetracks around the countries that do that. I mean, I was noticed, I, I follow a bunch, just like a lot of you followers and stuff, you know, a bunch of East Coast different tracks and different series and stuff like that, and they're putting stuff out. Shoot, in the middle of the season, this is what we're going to be doing for Nick. Here's the 2023 rules already. You know what I mean? Like Shoot, they're they already, already have the 2023 season schedule already. Schedule, <laughs> right? You know exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what I mean. Like they, I, yeah, they. The sooner the better. I yeah. mean, don't sit on your hands and wait. You already know what you're going to do at this point, really. I mean. If well, you're thinking about a rule change, like think about it and, and get it out to people, so that way they can make adjustments if you know just let's for instance say that uh the gams go to a spec motor not to say that they are but let's just say if they were to make that change like we're gonna go to spec motor we're have to wait until friggin march to be like yep yeah you can't run you can't run anything but a spec motor anymore like mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do yeah you know yeah yep. I, and why they don't and maybe you know some of you officials out there and some of you drivers and fans we man already that. said he's refraining so i'm refraining <laughs> um, I, I get it totally yeah get it. but why they don't do like an off-season meeting and not even an off-season meeting like toward the end of the year even if you do it as all drivers of all classes together or individually get each class together and talk about it why they don't actually have a meeting for things that hey we're looking to maybe make stuff better here let's throw out ideas I hate this whole thing of oh email the in the tech uh, email and we'll look at it like well right. how what that's stupid because 
Who Apparently knows my email actually, don't work. because yeah, well, And that's what I was going to say. It's it. too easy to use as an excuse. Oh, we didn't yeah. get your email. Yeah, exactly. So it's like get everybody together because I know there's a lot of people out there that have great ideas <laughs> to help make this better. And, you know, having to email it and then not know that somebody had an idea or a thought or what right. we should change. And then, you know, beginning of the season in March. Yeah. Oh, hey, this uh, rule is going to be changed. So I yeah. emailed them about the 89. Shit. That's funny. I was laughing. I was just laughing about that. Thanks, That's Protest him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, mean, I already emailed about you. Watch that 66. He's, you know, he's got that fab clip coming. Hey. And I know, I know a bunch, there's a bunch of officials on here. I know 100% that they have nothing to do with that. So please, if you're, don't take it to heart. We, we're not directing this at you whatsoever. I know you guys have zero input on what goes on behind the scenes. With Ray's about to whoop your ass. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, like it's, it's frustrating for as drivers. Cause I've talked to different drivers about this same situation and it's, it is frustrating. So, yeah, I hope it changes. I, I think that's a great, a great point, John. Honestly, that's a great topic. Yeah, it needs to be addressed. Honestly, like I, that's a that's a huge sore sore in my mind. Right. That there's no input, no real input taken into consideration from drivers, and the fact that they don't have yeah. like an exit meeting. Mm-hmm. Really good so, question. The 89 door flap mishap is questionable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that thing, it, it got me some extra downforce on that left yep. side, especially uh, going through the turn there. You know, it got, it just funny. grabbed that. It's like a sideways it's wing on a sprint yeah, car. Yeah, it sucked that left rear down real nice. Yeah, there you go. For all of you out there, we're changing the rules. Everybody's got to have a door flap down. <laughs> Even on, we got to implement them on the legends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Speaking of legends, next one from Devin Cherry. Uh, Brandon, how much of a pain in the ass is it to shove yourself into a legend? I tried to sit in it. Uh, I tried to sit in one, and I couldn't get half of me in there. LOL. <laughs> um, yeah, there. I mean, it's not fun, right? Like I'm, I'm six one, six one and a half, but who's counting? Um, and they're uh, definitely not. And I don't have the big boy chassis, which gives you an extra three inches of room in there, but. Uh, it's kind of just like second nature now. Like we all, you know, came from the go-karts, like I said, and those things are every bit as, as, as hard to get in and out of. Um, I would say actually probably harder to be honest with you. Cause it's, you got to make sure you know where you place your foot and your hands. So you're not stepping on the frame and the whole thing, but um, they are a pain in the ass. I feel like that's why we see a lot of uh, the littler drivers. Um, not going to say any names cause people get offended when they get called short. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they are paying the ass, but, um, once you're in there, uh, we spent a little extra money and got a really, really comfy seat. So once you're in there, um, as long as you're not claustrophobic, I will say my brake foot is always kind of cocked back and, um, never really gets to relax when I'm out on the track, but, uh, yeah, it's real big pain in the ass. Jordan, uh, got in. I don't think I honest to God with Jake and his skis for feet. I don't think he could get in there, but Jordan did get in there. So yeah, I did. I, it was it's a little different it's it's snug that's for yeah, sure not a lot of room in there you know for all of you that don't believe us i really do have a size 16 shoe if you want to come see me at the next gam race i'll show yeah. you it's it's no so joke. It, i think the whole from the top of the dash bar down to the bottom of the car 
<laughs> it's I mean it, it's literally yeah I, <laughs> if I if I ever had something where the I would never have a throttle stick let's just say that because my foot <laughs> covers the whole throttle it would break right. everything off <laughs> yeah so yeah his whole foot would go through the firewall of a legend so we don't need to do that but all right oh, next God. one I believe we're on back to Jake uh should there be a chili bowl rule for fighting fight on the track <laughs> driver to driver is a show fight in the pits and you're gone yeah <laughs> heck yeah i'd love to see that i mean uh there i've always been very questionable about a lot of things that happen in the pits specifically the speed limit a lot of people out there don't mind the speed limit i mean i don't especially when they're pissed coming yeah, off the track they pissed. get into a wreck or something yeah right. and they then flying down that pit road dude yeah and then you're in the tech now. area with cars all around yeah. and you're trying to punch people. Heck no. Get them cars right out to the start finish line. All right. Uh, and the track announcer, ding, here we go. Round one. Let's see it. I, I would I would love to see that. That would be fun. You signed a waiver. <laughs> you did sign a waiver. Exactly. You yeah. signed a waiver, so yeah. might as well. Well, get, you got to get a little UFC like, ring. INX's rules, if there's a fight, no matter what it is, every you as driver, obviously, but anyone in your crew, if they're caught fighting, you go them for the year. So yeah, can make things interesting, but heck yeah. yeah. Heck would, yeah. It, would it really happen? No. no. But would it be cool? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, oh, John, right. I get O'Neal first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. I think, I think there might be a line uh, oh, of boy. people right after you on that one, John. <laughs> And we're going to move on to the next one, to Jordan. Yeah. We got your back. Uh, <laughs> if a job makes you look like a fool slash clown, not just me, do you stay or do you leave? Off topic? <laughs> I, I, I regularly like make myself look like a fool, and it doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, it, don't, it don't bother me. Like, I stick to it. If it's something you love, do it. You know what I mean? Like it with that's kind of the fun nature of it is you make it fun. You know what I mean? You make a fool of yourself and you'll be able to smile about it and laugh about it and everything else. I, and I don't you know. know if that's exactly what he was meaning on that question. Was he talking about he's leaning over? No. No, what no, are we no, talking no. about then? No. I, I, I think he's meaning more if uh your job does not have your back and they make you look like a fool. Oh, <laughs> I was all confused. That was great, though. I love hey, it. We never <laughs> claim we never claim to be the most intelligent on here, so we're trying right, our damnest. All right, I get it. Okay, I understand now. Uh, <laughs> that'd be really hard. I'd, no, <laughs> put it lightly. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, there might be some choice words as of walking out the door, but I've literally no. left a job because of how they treated me. So. Hey. Yeah, I mean, if, if if it's that bad, dude, like yeah. this, it's I just did it. so after eight go. years. So See? they so. didn't make me look like a clown per se, but and I guess it I, also no. depends I made them look on like the a job clown. too. You know, if it's <laughs> yeah. something you really truly love, then yeah. I've always been a person that you just you just stick it out because that's what you want to do. Don't let somebody else ignore the haters. Yeah, ignore yeah. the haters. Don't let somebody yeah. else alter your career. But if it's something where it's like. You really don't need it and you're, it's just the job to get paid and you're just not having fun and somebody in your you go your profession yeah your your uh company is making you look like a fool then yeah bye felicia <laughs> boom all right there you go jake 
Why can't you make any of my dirt races? Well, <laughs> A, hey, I never... We've been forgetting to announce who it came from. For all the people that don't... Oh, uh, sorry. Har Holly Clark, Lil Sis, for Jacob. Why don't I make any of her dirt races? Well, A, you never tell us ahead of time. I mean, four days before your dirt race, you know, like George, I got plans. Uh, but, well, this weekend I didn't make yours because I had to do a bunch of work on the backyard. A lot of stuff. Honeydew lists is what it's called. Really, I had to get rid of the honeydew list. And then this weekend, we have the uh, Epilepsy Foundation 5K on Sunday. So we have a lot of family coming in Friday and doing a bunch of stuff on Saturday. And then we have to get the car ready to take to the, I think it's City Park, George, or is it Wash Park? Right. City yeah. Park. We'll get into that here shortly. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we're taking the car and we have to be there super early. So. Yeah, there you that's go. why. But if you post your schedule, like I said, I she, would probably try to make some. Yeah, Holly does race dirt, John. Um, I think she does Callahan. She mostly does Honor Speedway, but she does Callahan. And then I think she occasionally goes out to 76, but I think that's more of the winter series. But I know she does a lot at Honor Speedway because it's not too far from her. So There you go. But yeah, she did pretty good this weekend. Uh, she said she uh, started in the back, got up to second. Uh, got in got into some cars or something like that and uh, had the whole left side of her door ripped off and then flat the left rear tire got it changed on the caution got back out there from last to second so hey good job got him slinging some dirt I hear you I would All like right. to do some dirt racing sometime that would be a lot of fun yeah it that would be, be a lot of fun we got too much going on buddy yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Someone's, uh, yeah, lend That'd us a fun. car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And one that... of the enduro races that they got out there during the winter or something. That Heck yeah, we fun. could definitely put one of those together. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> um, I think that's all the questions. Hey, Curtis Heldenbrand out here. I like yeah, it. Yeah, he's out here. Yeah, yeah. appreciate that. I, um, I like what he says. We want to know when Brian Sanders is going to radio up and spot for the nine track. <laughs> Pony up, Brian. <laughs> I know. When are you going to start posting more videos of uh, your races and like, in car? Yeah, we want more stuff. of those. Yeah. Yeah, we want more of that stuff. I like yeah. watching that stuff. It's Heck good yeah. stuff. I want to see more of those highlight videos you used to do too. Let's let's make sure, that yeah. happen. It's good looking damn truck too. Like that mm -hmm. Chevy Silverado. Hey, and by the way, I, one of your crew guys was making hamburgers uh, last race, yeah. out, and I asked him for one, and he just laughed at me. Oh, and I told Ian Clark he doesn't get one was, because he showed up late. I was going to five bucks, too. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> they look delicious. We give, away, we give give away free food all the time. Why can't we get That's a burger? True. I know. C.J. Wilson, he he loves coming to our kids. <laughs> he does. Especially well, hey, we have burritos. He's gonna, he's you got gonna any of them burritos? Yeah, yeah. he's going to be pissed off when he finds out what's going to be in, in my trailer this weekend. But <laughs> games ain't racing, so. Oh, you got all two right. videos coming this weekend? No, we have uh, – what we were supposed to have the last rain out we oh, my mom yeah. froze it the uh bratwurst Brat hot tub cowboy beans and some crazy uh um queso dip something that she made my mom's mm. excellent cook so is their mom so if we have any leftovers and you're scrounge around 10 o'clock at night at the track and we have leftovers i feel oh. like cj will drive up yeah he will cj Definitely. if you're listening i hope you do it <laughs> But only awesome. only if you tell us that you watch the Scrub and Tires podcast like 10 times. That's the only way you get free food. Everyone to the 3H pit. Heck yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
All He's right. Like, I think it. That's it. I might have to get some more food. I'm gonna have to damn lock the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Admit one only. Yeah. <laughs> you get a half a brat. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you all for the uh, tuning in to the gimme give me some loving segment. That was fun. Really good questions too. Um, but without further ado, we'll uh, get into the epilepsy uh, foundation stuff that they were just talking about. So we'll uh, we'll hear from them before we get into that. Volunteers are an important part of what we do at the Epilepsy Foundation. There are opportunities for people to advocate, spread awareness, help organize events, help us fulfill our mission through programming and research, and help us fundraise. If you're interested in volunteering at the Epilepsy Foundation, email us at contactus at esa.org. We look forward to getting you involved. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, so with that, um, we have the uh, Walk to End Epilepsy, like Jake was just saying, uh, this Sunday. Um, I believe it starts at 9. I Can you look that up real quick? I'll look it up. I, I, th- I think it starts at 9, but yeah, we have to be there super early. We're going to have the Jake's car there. Um, it's there. It's actually going to be parked right down by the start-finish line. Um, it's a super cool event. It's a lot of fun. We've been doing it for about 10 years now. Um, and then this year, luckily we've actually partnered with them to put their name on the car. So, <laughs> excuse me, we're looking forward to this event. Um, it's free. It's totally free. It's a, it's a 5k walk. You walk around city park, goes around the lake by the zoo. Um, some people take it serious. I'm usually like watching guys. We're just making it about not even a quarter <laughs> of the way and people are flying by us. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're hey, halfway if, already. If I wasn't racing on Saturday. I'd, I'd definitely go run. Oh, yeah, dude. It's fun. It's cool. there's guys they literally come out to like break the record like oh yeah they're like stretching you know the yeah they're like out full out like running gear and oh, stuff yeah. oh yeah and oh yeah it's crazy but they but, have uh they have all kinds of cool stuff there they got like face painting they got usually like some bands that come and play um they actually they're I don't know if the, it'll be there this year or not but they have a donkey that actually does the race too this guy hey. walks the donkey the whole the whole way and you does can the like donkey beat you Jordan oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we, we let it go way out in front of us so we're not yeah. smelling it <laughs> yeah that's probably a good point so it, it's a super cool event and then yeah uh, obviously they're looking for donations while you're down there um so anything that you can do even if you don't come down like come say hi to us if you can if you're not doing anything on sunday morning uh it's supposed to be beautiful weather um but come on down come say hi uh you'll meet pretty much the whole Smith family. We all, we all partake in this one. It's a, it's a big event for all of us this every year. So yeah. look forward to this one. Um, but yeah, if not go online to, uh, the epilepsy foundation, or you can find them on Facebook. There's the epilepsy foundation of Colorado and Wyoming. Um, go to their Facebook page and donate, share, you know, whatever you can do. So yeah. yeah. And you can this actually, can and this is kind of nice because, uh, you can actually search, Cause there's a lot of different people out there that have, a, I mean, there's families that bring out, you know, hundred people. And so you actually have teams and they try to raise as much money as possible and, and um, bring that awareness through that. So we are team goose. Like I, like George said, our cousin is epileptic uh, Abigail Smith. We call her goose. Uh, so yeah, look for team goose. And if you want to donate, please, we would love for you to donate and be a part of this. Um, if you do want to do the walk, it is starts, the registration starts at 8 AM. Um, and then all the vendor stuff is all open. They have food, they have the, 
this Kona ice truck where it's like, you know, a nice yeah. ice machine where you can do different flavors and you do the flavors. Like you don't say, Hey, I want grape. Like they have this whole thing set up. Like it's a dispenser and you just, psh, yeah. just go down and make whatever kind of icy you want. It's really cool. Uh, opening ceremonies are at nine ten, and then the walk begins at nine thirty. And then like George said, they have a ton of stuff that they do live concerts and stuff uh, afterwards and all kinds of vendors are there. So it's a really cool thing. Yeah, we started out in Fort Collins. No, it was Greeley, actually. Greeley. Yep. Started off in Greeley and then it moved down into City Park and it just has grown exponentially from there every year. And it's it's awesome to be a part of and really fun time. Uh, people bring out their dogs and uh, have a good old time. So, yeah, if you want to not do anything early Sunday morning, come check us out and yeah. support Team Goose. If you're not hungover from the races on Saturday night, get your ass down there. <laughs> and just get a couple of them brat boats from uh, Brandon, and they'll clear you right up. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> we uh, we changed the menu. It's actually yeah. bags of chips. So, well, so you got to start off with Brandon uh, with the brat boats, and then you go down to Heldon Brand for the burgers, and then it looks like Brad Skufka's got cookies. So you just got a whole main course Boom. all the way down. Man, you're Boom. set. <laughs> But again, and this is only after hours, so you got to come to the pitch. You got to do all the things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> during dinner time, we're working. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Ray Duncan, it's uh, I have no idea. You'd have to ask my mom. She, um, it's uh, beer and obviously only the best Coors Light. Um, onions, she sears them beforehand and then boils them in, in the beer. Obviously, all the beer evaporates, so don't worry. Um, the onions, um, I don't know what else she's got in there. Sauerkraut, I don't know, but it's going to be good. So, yeah, might help me uh, get a little extra turbo, um, if you know what I'm saying, coming out the <laughs> exhaust pipes. So, <laughs> Old man John, who's got the Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, full full uh, weekend. So if you're not doing anything, go check out both things. Be a good time. And you never know if I'm, uh, depending on how the night goes, I might just, I have no idea where city city park is, but we can find right. it. Uh, yeah. 17th and in between Colorado and Colorado Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, and Josephine, so kinda, Josephine or kind of close to me, I guess. Something like yeah, that. It's, it's yeah. It's not, it's then. not far yeah. from you at all. It's maybe you know, 15 minute drive. If you know where the Denver zoo is, city park is re literally right, right next, next to it. Yeah. Got it. There you go. And one more time, how can people uh, donate to Team Goose? Uh, go to Epilepsy. Uh, hold on, let me, <laughs> let me go to the – it's uh, kind of an interesting um, – I'm going to post this to Brandon so you all can click Absolutely. on it. Here. Can you share that in the uh, comment section? Got it. Brandon's got the uh, uh, link coming up. But, yeah, it's the Walk to End Epilepsy right on the main page. You can either register or make a donation. When you do the make a donation, uh, it does have a spot where um, what team you would like that to be represented. So Team Goose is the, uh, is the one. So please, if you can, anything that you can, we would love it. Thank you so much for the support. It looks like uh, – there's been over $125,000 already raised so wow. far just for this year. 988 donations uh, through 248,000 social media platforms. So, hey, we're one awesome. of them. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And awesome. I dropped it in the uh, comments too for everybody to go check out. So, yeah. Sweet. Goose, don't forget. All, All right. George. Well, looking ahead to next week. Um, 
we we're still working on a interview. Uh, we have some contacts going on, but we haven't gotten confirmation yet, just yet. So uh, keep an eye out for during the week. Next week, we'll probably make an announcement early on, uh, um, probably after this weekend, or well, closer to this weekend, I should say, sorry, um, about who we're going to have on. If anybody, if not, we're going to get right back into what we've been doing just now. We'll have some more green flag, black flag. We'll do uh, some uh, give me some loving, um, you know, give a rundown of the cup series and then hopefully there'll be some, uh, something to talk about with the races this weekend. Yeah. So especially with you, you running out there, hope you'll have some good stories. Hopefully that's the damn plan. That's the like plan. A, kind of a little nervous. All the legend drivers been cooped up for, they had <laughs> high, the rumble on the Rockies and the, the third part of it didn't get underway so everybody's kind of cooped up so just right. send it yeah send, send it, it or try to stay out of everyone's way one <laughs> <Right>. so <laughs> so yeah but that's uh that's what we got going on so stay tuned everybody absolutely well that is uh that is a show uh we'll give everybody back some of their nights short sweet episode but again like jake uh let us off in the opening segment um 3h to victory lane ian clark hey man it's uh I'm kind of the Rudy story, so you never know. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. We got to get a sticker of Rudy on your car now, or maybe yeah, on like the uh, inside dash or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, I mean, um, don't really think about any of that. I'm just trying to go out and keep it in one piece and uh, do the best we can every week. So, um, but yeah, um, like Jake said at, in the opening, thank you all t- for listening, watching. Um, however you listen to us we appreciate it uh definitely does not go unnoticed and we would literally thank every single one of you if time allowed but uh you know who you are we appreciate you and uh like jake said jake and jordan said not doing anything sunday not a, not going to beat a dead horse but go uh go give back to a great organization uh that means a lot and uh, if you're not doing anything saturday and board want to come watch the races um and maybe get a bratwurst if there's enough um Go, come check out CNS. Supposed to be 93 and sunny. So yes, sir. You at least go. gotta go check out, You at least gotta go check out Brandon's new cowboy hat. That thing is spectacular. <laughs> I uh, I wore that in Lake Granby uh, this weekend. So that hat got passed around I'm like a bottle of crown. So. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> it's a little bent now. I gotta reshape it. But yeah, uh, it's all good. Yeah, I was gonna That's wear good. it on one of the, maybe next week. I'll wear that. Uh, that please, hat but please do at least yeah. for the beginning of the show oh yeah no i'll wear that sucker man that's good i put a lot of time i had the heat gun the decals on it but uh oh, yeah God. that's it for me thank you everybody who listens i'll pass it off to the these yahoos and uh, look forward to seeing you guys this weekend or if not next tuesday so yeah nothing yeah. much more for me uh it was a great show john thanks for the love uh we do this for the fun and and entertainment as well we get just as entertained with all of you guys commenting <laughs> yeah. as as you guys get enjoyment out of us so thank you all for listening and and keep joining us and all the new people that have joined us especially curtis today uh we love seeing new people and new faces on here so keep it coming and uh yeah if you're not doing anything saturday go see brandon and then bright and early come see us on sunday there you go yeah i not much more I can say to that, but just, I believe, uh, believe that's all, folks. <laughs> just uh, share, keep sharing, get the help us get the word out there about this, and uh, you know, the more people we have come on and create conversation, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll some certain people will start listening. Oh, 
Heard that. Or 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 marketing us at certain places. Right. That would, never be, know. Cool. That would be cool. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in and look forward to talking to you all next week. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Until next time, keep scrubbing them tires. See you. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrub and Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrub and Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.